Blog Talk Radio. Christmas, standing by the farm with you. 
this time of the year Which we call Christmas People full of cheer Oh, and kitties so wishful But most of all To make it complete There's you The mistletoe And me Look at the flames in the fireplace Embrace each other Mother Nature's clad in white Ooh, what a thing for lovers yeah. And through the house All is serene Just you The mistletoe Listening to the sounds that come with your tide as they flow from near and far. Looking in your eyes, they're bright and shining with the glow. Of a distant star Fate is Santa Claus And Cupid's his helper I'm so grateful because Ooh, they brought us together
Gave me a diamond ring for Christmas Now I'm living in paradise Well, I'm feeling mighty fine Got good music on my radio Well, I'm feeling mighty fine Got good music on my radio Well, I want to kiss you, baby While you're standing beneath the mistletoe the chimney about a half past three there for all these pretty presents that you see before me Merry Christmas pretty baby you sure been good to me well I haven't had a drink this morning but I'm all lit up like a Christmas tree Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Hitch up your reindeer uh, Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Fill every stocking you find The kids are gonna love you so uh, Leave a door for Johnny Leave a door for Mary Leave something pretty for Donnie And don't forget about Gary Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Tell him James Brown sent you Go straight to the ghetto you know that I know what you will see Cause that was once me Hit it, hit it You see mothers and four brothers Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus 
straight to the ghetto. Till every stock and you find the kids are gonna love you so. Still every stock and you find they know that they need you so. I beg and you turn a call. Go straight to the ghetto. If anyone wanna know, tell them that I'm so so. Santa Claus, go straight to the ghetto. Never thought I'd realize I'd be singing a song with water in my eyes. Santa Claus, go straight to the ghetto. Don't leave nothing for me. I've had my chance, you see. Down the clock. Go straight to the ghetto. Santa Claus. That's old brother needs so. Santa Claus. My Idaho Tep, Grand Rising and Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X Forum by way of Truth to Power. And uh, Dr. Robert X has definitely put us in the holiday spirit. How are you feeling this evening, Dr. Robert X? Hotep, Sister Bev, Hotep family. Uh, Hotep. As well as, as well as can be expected, Bev. Okay, you sounding good. You sounding strong. Yep. Well, uh, uh, what can I say, Bev? Uh, I feel a little bit better, but okay. I know I'm not where I was. Okay. okay. But you're still and here. Time, yeah. And over time, which is why I'm going to uh, ask the family to, to kind of bear with me for the next few weeks because uh, I've got to build my strength back up. Okay. I didn't realize I lost over 30 pounds. Yeah, that's a lot. They tell me about it. And I didn't <laughs> realize. Okay, so uh, I'm in build back mode right about now. So okay. if you'd have heard me in the day, my voice was even crisper. Uh, okay, but, okay. You know, people have been calling me and that kind of thing. And uh, I try to return some of the calls. Can't return all of them uh, because mm-hmm. I voice getting a little hoarse right now. Uh, I hear it. Earlier today. So Okay. But um I know uh when I'm where I need to be because as I told you, Bev, um uh, the vocal cords don't lie. And uh if I can hit them notes that I normally hit, I'm good to go. Okay. All right, so uh-huh. let me just give uh, a quick little update on my health. Okay. Because I did, I did manage to make it to the hospital this past weekend. Okay. And, um, of course, you know, they take as much blood as any vampire is allowed to take, right? <laughs> well, that's where the vampires are at. They're at the hospital and the Absolutely. blood banks. <laughs> no doubt about it. So. I went through a bunch of tests, you know, and uh, on the good side, 
pretty much all of my organs are intact. Okay. Uh, don't, don't have congested heart failure. You know, that's always mm-hmm. a problem if you're a heart mm-hmm. patient. Um, don't have no pain anywhere. Still don't have no pain. Okay. I've never had any pain even when I was down for for the last couple of months or so. No pain anywhere. I don't feel no pain. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah, that's why I was never in much of a panic mode, but it was just the 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 lingering of whatever this is that I got. Mhm. Lingered on and on and on. And that's why I ended up at the hospital mm-hmm. because I was having severe problems with my breathing. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, interestingly enough, that wasn't the main issue. I mean, it was connected to it, but uh, the breathing was a symptom of something else. And I found out that, and I still got to go and and get other opinions, but I had a little water on my lungs. Oh, okay. So I'm dealing with that now, and uh, that's why I feel much better. Okay. Okay. But I don't, okay. I don't know. I didn't get them drained or anything, but I don't know how long that's going to take. I'm trying to wait until I get this second opinion, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'll deal with that. Okay. Well, at least you know what to deal with. You know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, when I didn't have any pain anywhere, and, you know, they're checking all my organs, they -hmm. couldn't find anything outside of of the water, and I know Mm -hmm. why that occurred. Okay? So uh, that being the case, like I said, it's just a matter now of me getting back – putting them pounds back on, and uh, that means eating extra. Uh, that's never been me. <coughs> Most of the time, I, you know, I'm a one meal a day type guy. Yeah. Because I I like to keep my weight, and I've been like this for as long as I can remember. But I like to keep my weight at, at stable. So I found that not eating a lot of the poison uh kept my weight around, you know, 185, 190 pounds, between 185 and mm-hmm. 190 pounds. So as long as I can carry that, you know, I'm good. So that's my health report for, for all of you who've been concerned. Uh, okay. I ain't, I ain't checking out just yet, although no. um, so I would have told you, uh, looks like I'm getting ready to leave, y'all. Uh that's not the case today. Mm-hmm. All but, right. You, you, yeah, uh-huh. But ahead, it's a but there. No, I was just saying it's a but there, but. You know, I haven't been able to concentrate on my research. Okay. All right. So I thought that we kind of keep it light tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, because of, yeah. of, of this. Your phone kind of going in and out. So go ahead. Well, that happens. How about now? Yeah, that's much better. Okay. Well, because of that, I don't know uh, 
because this thing with my voice and my breathing flares up from time to time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I can't commit to Tuesday and Wednesday every week. We're going to have to mm-hmm. play it by evening. You're just going to have to okay. tune in on Tuesdays. If I'm here on Tuesdays and I can make it to Wednesday, then we'll do both shows. Uh, but, again, all that's fluid, no no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just you, thought, you don't have to push it. We could just do one day until you get better. Well, you know, you know me, Bev. Uh, I know. <laughs> these are very, very interesting times that we're in, and I don't think I have to tell any uh, that uh, black people are doing what I said they would do. Okay, and of course, mm-hmm. it's, it's without fair. But you might recall we told uh, the family that what you're going to see happen was black people going back to their original political roots. Which That's is the Republican yeah. Oh, big time, yeah. Big time. <laughs> Especially here in Chicago. I see that they shut down both of them sites in Chicago. Now what site was that? Uh the one that they had they had put up the, the tents that big place, I think it was on the south side of Chicago and uh the land was contaminated. And then yeah. on the and the other place, they decided them people raised so much hell they was gonna put it in a recreation center. So they decided not to put it in there. Yes, but all that does is transfer the problem somewhere else. Somewhere else, right? And that's what they're looking for. Yeah, they're not dealing with the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem: too many MCs and not enough mics. And they talking about recalling your uh, your mayor. Now that I hadn't heard that, but we mm-hmm. again we said uh, early in the year during the election that mm-hmm. by the end of, black people would basically be in his ass like last month's dinner. Well, it's one of the uh, what do y'all call them? Alternates that's there. Yeah. I don't know what his name is, but he, the, him, and another one. There's two of them. They leading it, so uh, so they they leading the the fight to recall him. Yeah, well, because that, he had cost Chicago so much money, and uh, the governor stepped in and did the uh, test on the land. So they saying, you know, he's looking to be might be running for president. So you know, he got a feather in his hat for that. Uh, he'll never be the president of anything in this country. <laughs> uh, he thinks that he's Jewish, and he's a part of the mega group. We're talking uh, J.B. Pritzker. Okay. Right? Uh, that he knows that the Jews are running, and they got these people scared as hell. They got them presidents of them universities. Uh, they're coming at the sister from Harvard now. Yeah. Ready to fight. And she needs yeah. to be fired because you see, we've warned people, black women, you can go yeah. out here and run out here and think these people got your back if you want to. When mm-hmm. the deal go down, your ass going to be the one left holding the bag. That's why they put them there. They the scapegoat. Exactly. So I ain't got no sympathy for them, Bill. None of them. That I goes for either. the ones that are putting 
for these Jews, these Zionists, uh, trying to remove Trump at, at all costs like he did something to them. She ain't did a damn thing to y'all. Nothing. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. What did he do? He, he, you talking about? Are you talking about the the, the Jews or the black women? Who you talking, I'm talking about? about black women. I'm talking about no. black women. Oh, okay. I'm not just talking about the Jews. Okay. No, the people that have done the damage to black women are the Jews. Yes. Yes. Okay. You can start with Planned Parenthood. All right. You can continue on with killing your children out here in the streets, okay? Yeah. Uh, indirectly. Uh, you want to talk about police brutality? Uh, go look at the people that trained them to do what they do. Israel. All right? You want to do slavery? Go look at the people that financed, financed it, uh, uh, ran the concentration camps, otherwise known as plantations, and you'll find these people. All right, and eventually we'll come around to finding out these things when we decide to get up off this emotional kick and take care of our business, because that's been the problem. We don't want to take care of our business. You see, we want the benefits of free men and the sympathy of slaves. You see, we want people to feel sorry for us. I don't give a damn about nobody feeling sorry for us, period. If we take care of our business, that becomes a non sequitur. It it won't even be up for discussion. The problem has been we haven't taken care of our business, all right? And see, we always want to put taking care of our business on other people. Uh, That's what you saw with Barack Obama. All right, and now uh, you got major stories out here about Barack and Michelle Obama not wanting to be in each other's company. They don't want to be around each other. Mm. Okay, uh, you got Barack Obama doing a movie for Netflix, basically pointing the finger at white people, right? Uh, what's it called, Deb? I know you heard of it. Uh, no, I heard about it, but I, I can't remember. I didn't pay no attention when they said it was Obama. Yeah, it's called Leaving the World Behind. Okay, yeah. Okay? And it's it's basically a gear towards next year to have black people thinking that all white people are their problems. Now, he ain't going to point the finger at the Zionist Jews, because his mama was a Zionist Jew who worked for him Kissinger, at Kissinger and Associates. May he rest in hell by getting no rest. Okay? Uh, Henry Kissinger, uh, Mr. Memorandum 2000, uh, the came, that basically produced Global 2000, that basically called for the elimination of damn near most of the African population, I'm talking black people, on the planet. That's Henry Kissinger, uh, a trainer of Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab was mentored by him. All right? So it's no coincidence that Barack Obama's mama 
end up working for Kissinger and Associates in China. In China. Going all the way back to the 60s. Okay, late 60s, early 70s. So uh, now Barack Obama is, is showing his true colors. And if I never mention his name again, he's going to get what's coming to him. And I try to tell black people, uh, he's a very, very cunning, evil SOB. Don't let that smile fool you. Don't let that smile fool you. Bears, we said back then, uh, his hair was all the way black. We said yeah. by the time at that White House, his hair going to be white. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah, yeah. They all do. Mm. Not like him. Okay. And hair ain't white. And and look what he had to deal with. Barack Obama was given a free ride for eight years. Mm. Okay? So, again, he's going to get what's coming to him. And I've heard people uh, throwing Michelle Obama's name around like somehow she's going to be able to whoop Orange Man. It ain't going to happen. They got problems there. And they don't I'm even talking. want Kennedy. They don't need the, the Democrats don't even want Kennedy to run. Well, I mean, he's not even worthy of discussion because he's not a communist. So only communists need to apply. If you're a communist, if, if you're not a communist, you had better be a flaming homosexual, a lesbian, or a tranny. That's the reality of what we're dealing with here. And all that stuff is being pushed by the Zionists. That's why we named, I got some pieces I want the family to listen to. That's why we named uh, tonight's program Meet the Press. <laughs> Meet the Press, Bill. <laughs> mm-hmm. They used to have them. Well, who was that sh- did that show Meet the Press? Who was that? It was one of the oh. guys. <laughs> There's been a number of hosts that that did meet the press, okay, okay, over the years. But the first the first host of Meet the Press was a white woman. Hmm. All right. Uh, I used to watch Meet the Press as a young kid. I mean, watching Sunday news shows was like a it was like watching movies to me because you got a chance to see the people who were the policy makers. Now, I didn't understand what the hell it was I was looking at, 
but I looked at it, okay? Uh, it was just part of the protocol. So if you wanted to know what was going on, and I always wanted to know what was going on. So I didn't know anything about Meet the Press and uh, many of the so-called news shows being uh, propaganda tools. I mean, people can see it today, uh, but we couldn't see it back then because we didn't have the knowledge base. We didn't mm-hmm. have adapt to what we know now. But I'm, we titled the program that because of all the stuff that's going on with the media. And they being exposed like never before. It's so bad, Bear, that Orange Man was being interviewed by the CIA wannabe guy from Fox. Mm. Oh, what's, what's his name? I know who you're talking about. All, all his family is uh, CIA. Uh, is that right? Yeah, a lot of he, I remember one time he was saying about his father and his uncle and and all of them is, you know, in enforcement, law enforcement. Yeah. Well, Hannity. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting, Bear, because, see, if people just take a look, the way the media lied behind what Orange Man said, Hannity asked him if he was going to be a dictator mm-hmm. if he wins the second term. Okay, he said only the first day, right? And mm-hmm. he said he was going to be a dictator by one closing the border, right? And the other thing, I've, I've already forgot what it was, but that's what he said. Now, here's what the media said. The media cut out what he was going to be the dictator of, and they came right back the next day after they didn't splice the tape and only played the part where he said only the first day. To make it appear as though he was saying he's going to be a dictator from the first day on. Mm-hmm. That's what they've been doing all the time when he was in yep. office. But people didn't see it. Mm-hmm. People didn't see it because they believe the media. You see? But Orange Man has played them like a fiddle, Bill. Yeah, he's playing a good chess game. Quantum and chess. He, he doesn't really have to do a whole lot, okay? Because he already knows that whatever he says, they're going to try to turn it around. But because the people now have been paying attention to, at least some of us, have been paying attention to what's going on, now the people see through it big time. So mm-hmm. I've never seen Democrats running away from the Democratic Party the way they're doing now. I've seen interviews of people on the street in New York 
Now, I know people have the capacity to uh, edit their tape, but the mere fact that you can even mention Orange Man's name too much on the streets without people wanting to, to jump on you and this kind of stuff. You couldn't wear no MAGA hat and that kind of thing. <laughs> That's no longer the case based on the abject failure uh, of the Democratic Party. Again, classic example, Bear. Who would have ever thought this? Sheila Jackson Lee, who we pointed out a few weeks ago, got caught uh, in her recording, cussing out people like she's like she was in a, a bar or something drunk. Mm-hmm. But she, but her own people was recording her, so people can see beyond the facade that she is. So she was running for mayor of Houston. There, mm-hmm. family. She got her ass. Big time. You hear me? She got one of them Alabama whoopers. Bear, she got crushed. Okay? Now, you wouldn't see Nancy Pelosi and not see Sheila Jackson Lee. So she thought that she had this huge level of popularity. And she found out the hard way running against a conservative black guy whose whole campaign was we going to clean up the crime on the streets, right? Mm-hmm. And deal with these illegal immigrants. Oh, and well, he, he was being sp- right then <laughs> when he said that. Say it again, Bill. I said he won right then when he said that. Yeah, th- that's the campaign. But mm-hmm. anybody that want to beat these people, that's the campaign. Yeah. Stop the illegal immigration and cut out this unnecessary crime, even if it's us doing it. Okay? And a lot of it is us doing it. Okay? And that's why people are pissed off at this dude here in Chicago. Because of the crime, it's, you got 11 and 12 year olds out here carjacking people. Okay, when they ain't breaking in stores and sticking people up. It's insane because they know and they'll tell you, we ain't going to jail. So they know that the Democratic politicians, these communists, basically are going to do nothing but put them back out here on the street. And what that does is that creates the environment that, yeah, you can get away with that when you're 12 until you get to about 16, 17, 18. Now you can't get away with that no more. So they create the environment that yeah. conduces young people committing criminal acts until they can get of age and get their ass locked up. You see? So, and that's what this mayor here in Chicago has done. All right? Don't criticize the youth. If they're out here killing people, what are you going to do with them? And that's exactly what's going on. So at some point, 
mama and daddy gets to the point where the child is so unruly that the child is due for ass whooping. Okay? That's in every household. Every household I'm aware of. All right? My whole life. If you can't follow the rules that's laid down in your own household, you need to go get your own house. That's how that works. And if you're going to stay in this house as a child and they're going to do what your parents tell you to do, then that's ass-whooping deluxe. That's going to happen. But the Zionists, the so-called white liberals, have decided that You can't whoop your children no more. You can't discipline your children no more. They'll come and take your children out of your home and charge you with a crime, charge you with a crime. So now the children are out of control, and uh, now we want to blame the parents, okay? In many cases, it ain't the parents. It's the system that's been created by these damn white liberals, otherwise known as Zionists. But they gonna they gonna but it's okay for them to punish them. They gonna put them in jail. Of course. Uh, look, man. Hope they kill each other, because at that age <laughs> their organs are still good to be used again. Yeah, that's what they've been doing. Exactly. So the media is just another tool of this whole Zionist construct. And again, we've been way out front on this thing, and this, it has nothing to do with Owens Man. We've been talking about this media and warning people about it for decades. It's been at the top of my agenda for decades, no matter where I go. Okay, we tried to warn our people that you should not, uh, uh, or you should take for granted much of what you see in mainstream media. It's not about news, it's about propaganda. But Orange Man has come along with his uh, gravity and been able to magnify what we've been talking about for decades. Damn, they're all by itself. So much so that they're trying to take that little piece that he said uh, where he's going to be a dictator for one day and name what it is he's going to be a dictator of. Oh, the other thing that he said was drill, baby, drill. Well, what is it? That means climate change is done. Because the Democrats, the Zionists, understand the importance of energy. So they shutting it all down. I mean all of it, up to and including gas-operated appliances like lawnmowers and your stove and your house. People are insane. Okay? So it, it got so bad there. And the people agree with Orange Man because his numbers are going through the roof. I understand they they even said he's up 
something like 10 points in Michigan? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Michigan, he had Michigan except for Detroit. He got Detroit now. Exactly. So, and they know that they can't beat him. You mm-hmm. see? So, here's what they do. They turn up the volume on the propaganda. Okay? Uh, so, we introduce everybody to meet the press. Check this out, family. This is today. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Why is it, where is that sound? Okay. Wait a minute. Why is my sound not on? Oh, okay. I got it. This is mind-blowing, family. What would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he cannot be the next president. Um, Because if he is... You can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Mexico, Canada. We can't go to Canada because eventually Canada will become annexed to America. And shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah. And shoot the First Lady. We're going to see violence, the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer, and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Using martial law against the American people. Terminate the Constitution. To rewrite the Constitution. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone into Gitmo. Might be sent to jail, or their rights might be suppressed especially minority groups in society. You might have any number of things happen to you and your family. Every one of us, our freedom, our liberty, none of us is safe. He's going to have people around him executing against an enemy's list. Assassinate generals. Ordering troops uh, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. He's going to basically burn the house down. He will unravel the institutions of our democracy. Draw similarities between Mussolini and Hitler. Adolf Hitler and Benito Mussolini. Makes Donald Trump even more dangerous. He wants to take away your vote. Senate and the House are immediately going to be paralyzed. People will begin in their minds to censor themselves. They might say, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. It's the end of democracy. Yeah. I think that could be the end of our democracy. But democracy is dead if Trump is reelected. Oh, yes, that democracy will be at risk. The absolute destruction of the Justice Department as we know it. The Justice Department could be entirely transformed. I am really concerned about that. Every person who was associated with the attempted coup elevated in the administration. He's reelected. He will curb transgender rights and the rule of law. Arrest political opponents to persecute, not prosecute, but persecute his enemies. Take a wrecking ball to the rule of law. He's going to make the law. Everyone else will have to follow. A vote for Donald Trump. Uh, may mean the last election that you ever get to vote in. To go after the independent and free parts of American civic life. He would tear down our institutions, purge the government 
of employees. Department by department effort to weaponize the powers of the government. To use the military to quash protests. For reading the government of all democratic safeguards. Junking American democracy as we have always known it. That he would try to stay in office beyond a second term. That he would never leave office. There's no question. That, my friends, is... Did you hear that? <laughs> they was talking about themselves. <laughs> exactly. But there, all of that came from two propaganda outlets. All of it lies based on them yeah. and what they're trying to do. And I could literally stop each and every one of them and show you how they're attempting to do or they're doing right now what they're accusing him of doing if he get in office. Yeah. You see, all of that came from CNN and MSNBC, black and white, men and women. That's the level of propaganda that I've never seen before. Well, didn't Obama make it that they could use it? Didn't he uh, pass the law that they could lie? Uh, The politicians could lie as long as they're on Capitol Hill. They can come out Mm -hmm. here in the public and lie. They're not supposed to. But Again, Barack Obama's mama was a Jew. So what that make him? A Jew. Exactly. He got her DNA. And they called him what when he got elected? The first Jewish president. And it just went past people when they wrote that article, big old article, okay? Went right past them because most people uh don't have that etiquette to be able to understand what these people are doing and what they were saying. So there, when uh, uh, parallel to this, the Atlantic magazine, okay? Uh, Now, I know, again, that outside of Truth to Power, most people probably don't give the Atlantic magazine a second thought. But we went through ad infinitum the people on the board of the Atlantic, right? Mm-hmm. And showed you how they were NATO members, high ranking military officials, uh a few politicians and media personalities. Okay? Well, the Atlantic magazine just uh, a few days ago had their entire magazine. Every article in this particular issue was dedicated to Trump being Hitler and what he would do, okay, if he was allowed to get in office again, okay? They literally calling for this man to be killed. Yeah. 
They've been trying, too. Well, not like this, Bev. Yeah, they desperate now. You can hear it in their voice. You can hear it. And that's what that now. and that's what that piece I just got through playing, that's what that's basically about. They're creating yeah. the environment that uh it's okay to kill him. And mm-hmm. that's not all. Okay? That's not all. Uh they had about fifteen members of the Atlantic to all write articles in this issue. The whole magazine was anti-Owens man. But you got to remember, as we documented, the Atlantic is the propaganda arm of NATO. That's the important thing. It's not a magazine, as most people view magazines. It's straight propaganda for the war effort put out here by NATO. All right? Why did Putin invade uh, Ukraine, Bear? Why did Putin go into Ukraine? Because of NATO. Bingo. Because they were talking about Ukraine joining NATO. And, of course, mm-hmm. Ukraine is full of Nazis. <laughs> that they first tried to deny. But they couldn't. Because the guys running around with swastikas, tattoos all over them. All right. So why is Biden why is Biden sending all that money over there then? Because they need to their uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. No, go ahead. I'm being funny. Go ahead. Uh, he's sending all that money over there because the Zionists and the Nazis in NATO are all the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. There's no difference. Okay, so, uh, but I wish I had just done one program on that so people could go back and just pull that up and look at the names of the people that comprise the Atlantic magazine and then look at the people in their lineage that comprise NATO and you'll find a whole bunch of Nazis because that's what it's been comprised of almost from its inception. And it was never about the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. It was always about expansionism, okay, to the point that they could then attack and defeat either Russia and or China. That's what NATO is ultimately about. So one of the first moves that they made when uh, uh, the wall came down in the Soviet Union, first thing they did was try to sign up all of those independent countries to be members of NATO. 
okay? So that's why Putin said you are not going to put NATO on our front doorstep. It ain't going to happen. And the little, the little freaky pedophile, Zelensky, who they just had here uh, today, or was it yesterday? He come here to bid for some more money, man. <laughs> and them Republicans told him, uh, we got we're trying to to deal with our own secure our own border. And you want us to secure yours? Okay? The Democrats are pissed. Because now he got to take his little ass right back to Ukraine. Uh, and get get him a U-Haul, all right, and get ready to move to Florida. <laughs> uh, you laughing? I'm not, because that's exactly what they got on the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, as I understand it, they already got the paperwork and everything drawn up for him to become a U.S. citizen. Because he won't be able to survive in Ukraine because his people hate him. He ain't going to be able to survive over here when Orange Man get in office. Oh, Bill. He's going to have Secret Service protection 24 hours a day. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's the president. That's right. Okay. No, no. No? No. He's a thug. I mean, I know, but in his country, you know. Yeah, but what does that got to do with this country? That shouldn't extend here. So why is you saying that he can't go to jail here or or be, uh, you know, under Orange because, Man? Because the Zionists put him in there. The Nazis put him in there. That's why. Okay, they ain't gonna lock up they people. The only way they will lock that dude up is in a coffin, because he won't follow they dictates. Then they'll kill him. Well, I thought that's what was houses falling down. Is the uh, Zionist house is falling? Are their powers and stuff is falling down? No, like they're the very just falling down. Bear, if they were losing their power, you would not see all the politicians dancing like like puppets with what's going on, every single one of them, with few exceptions. There are a few exceptions, but overwhelmingly, they're all supporting Israel, right? Well, McKinley, well, remember McKinley, what's her name? Uh the one that the congresswoman they kicked out, Cynthia McKinney. Yeah, McKinney. Well, she said that when she went to Washington, everybody had to plead a pledge to, uh, you know, over there to Israel. That is correct. But how many of the people know that? Oh, I didn't know it until she said it. She exactly she explained how they got. What she's saying is they don't. Uh, pledge allegiance to the Constitution, 
which is the document that basically governs their behavior. They pledge allegiance to Zionism. And that's what you see playing out now. So while they massacring the Palestinians, okay, straight up mass murder of children and women, they stripped the men naked, whether they Hamas or not, and marched them down the streets. Okay? And these politicians in this country are damn near, uh, let's say, 95% behind it. Well, they have to be if they make a pledge and an oath. No. The, the the primary oath that they are pledging to is the Constitution. Ain't no damn Zionist oath that supersedes the Constitution. And that's why the people in this country ought to be mad as hell. And not a one of them has mentioned the fact that they make this unconstitutional pledge to Israel. Not one of them. You heard any of the politicians say they are, they are committed to pledge to Israel? No, I had no idea that they all had to do that. And because if it's you don't un- do it, yeah. They, but really, the pledge to the Constitution, they don't pay that no attention. I mean, they pledging. But what they really pledge into is the Zionists. That's who they're carrying out. So, Which means they're violating their oath of office, first and foremost. Exactly. Exactly. Removal. But if the people yes. don't know what's going on, how are the people going to find out? The media ain't going to tell them because the media is them. And that's the key to get them out is they violating their oath of office, yeah. the constitutional but, law. That's the key. But you, need, but you need people in office that's going to put them to the wall on it. What happened to Cynthia McKinney when she was pointing out the real system of white supremacy in this country, and particularly the body politic? What happened to her? Mm-hmm. They made her lead the country. Damn right. So that's the system of white supremacy that we've been sitting up here for the last few years dissecting. Because everywhere we turn, no matter what the problem is, I don't care if it's LGBT, they behind it. If it's the border, they behind it. We played the piece from the little white girl saying she know they're going to get some pushback but they don't care because it's worth it for them. It fits their agenda. It's part of their agenda. You see, if you look at the people that are basically violating the rule of law in this country, look at the people that's doing it. It's them. We've just been fortunate enough everywhere we turn uh, Ukraine, is there a problem in Ukraine? Go look and see who behind it. And guess who you're going to find? Okay? Palestine is obvious. But you can't find a problem in this country that exists. 
that they're not behind. Talking about disarming the population, uh, guess who behind it? Talking about hate, what what they call it, hate crimes? No, ain't no such thing as no damn hate crimes. They're crimes, period. So you can't go to a problem in this country and not when you get to the bottom of it, you're going to find hook nose. I wish that wasn't the case, but that's the facts, okay? You can talk about your educational system. Go look and see who's running it. Stay behind all of it, okay? And only the Jewish people on the other side of that spectrum the ones that are supporting the Palestinians and openly calling for genocide against Israel. These are Jews. Jews calling for genocide against Jews. Did you hear me, Van? Mm-hmm. These are Jews calling for genocide against Jews. <laughs> Mind blowing. So what they doing? They coming out here and they telling these colleges and universities where they didn't want nobody going to these colleges and universities that wasn't pro-Zionist. All right. They call it Democratic Party. That's another name for the pro-Zionist faction. Although three quarters of the Republican Party are pro-Zionist as well. Okay. But if you weren't on their side directly, uh, they will whoop your ass in the colleges and universities. They didn't want nobody speaking on these campuses that didn't follow their dictate. If you're talking about the World Economic Forum, I give you one guess who we talking about. If you're talking about Yuval Noah Harari, the right-hand man of Francois, well, guess what? He's Jewish. He's a Jewish faggot, a Jewish homosexual. If you're talking about Black Rock, State Street, Wall Street, Jamie Dimon, I give you one one guess what all these major corporations are headed by. So it doesn't matter what area you go and look into, you'll find them at the bottom of it. It's mind-blowing, Bill. And you dare not say anything, right? Otherwise, they call you anti-Semitic and cut off anything that looks like you got some money coming. Unless you got guts. And it ain't many people in this country that's got guts. So they're not going to say it. But it's right out in the open for all of us to see. If I don't open my mouth, you look at what's going on with these so-called Palestinian protests, all right, and tell me who behind it. You look at Black Lives Matter, you tell me who financing it and running it. You got all these brown crackers all over the TV set 
uh, Al Charlton and all the rest of them, they're all working for the Zionists. That's a fact. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on MSNBC and CNN. Watch this, Bear. We got some more. All right? Because uh, this is Meet the Press. We're talking about the real news, not this fake news that uh, folks been getting. All right? Fake news. Where have I heard that that word before? Fake news. Welcome to Meet the Press. Check this out, family. Bev, I want you to tell me who this is when you get when we get to playing it. Choose up my family. Do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. And I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life and wasted opportunities and privileges I was afforded. For that I'm responsible. For that, I'm accountable. And for that, I'm making amends. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They ridiculed my struggle with addiction, they belittled my recovery, and they have tried to dehumanize me, 
all to embarrass and damage my father, who has devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine, shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. During my battle with addiction, my parents were there for me. They literally saved my life. They helped me in ways that I will never be able to repay. And of course, they would never expect me to. And in the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd. It's shameless. There is no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. James Comer, Jim Jordan, Jason Smith, and their colleagues have distorted the facts by cherry-picking lines from a bank statement, manipulating texts I sent, editing the testimony of my friends and former business partners, and misstating personal information that was stolen from me. There is no fairness or decency in what these Republicans are doing. They have lied over and over about every aspect of my personal and professional life, so much so that their lies have become the false facts believed by too many people. No matter how many times it is debunked, they continue to insist that my father's support of Ukraine against Russia is the result of a non-existent bribe. They displayed naked photos of me during an oversight hearing. And they have taken the light of my dad's love light of my dad's love for me and presented it as darkness. They have no shame. These same committee chairmen have engaged in unprecedented political interference in what would have already been a five-year investigation of me. Yet, here I am, Mr. Chairman, taking up your offer when you said we can bring these people in for depositions or committee hearings, whichever they choose. Well, I've chosen. I am here to testify at a public hearing today to answer any of the committee's legitimate questions. Republicans do not want an open process where Americans can see their tactics, expose their baseless inquiry, or hear what I have to say. What are they afraid of? I'm here. I'm ready. Hunter, are you willing to go across the street? Why don't you? 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 Why don't you?
Can you believe that? Bear. I'm here. I'm fixing me a cup of tea. I'm listening. Can you believe what you just heard? (laughs) That's what they do. No, Bear. Nobody, nobody does that. They lie. He is lying. Bear. That was Hunter Biden. I know. AKA Tyrone Bigham. Bigham, you're right. Degenerate, <laughs> so called family man, screwing his brother's wife when he ain't screwing children and trafficking women across borders. His by his own admission. He's so strung out on the pipe that he would be smoking Parmesan cheese. He couldn't tell the difference. So now all of a sudden, he's a victim. And they got all that documentation with all them dummy accounts that he set up. His own business partners are uh, testifying against him. But it's MAGA. <laughs> it's totally unbelievable. Then he runs off once he makes his speech. Okay? Uh re- a recovering addict. That SOB is trying to recover nothing outside of another bag of crack cocaine. Let me ask you, Bear. Didn't they just find a bag of crack cocaine in the White House recently? Sure did. Now, who do you think that belonged to? Hmm. Uh, the number one crackhead. He in the that's White House. Was, that's what he was trying to recover. He's trying to recover some more crack. Yeah. But the nerve of this dude. Okay, and I guarantee you, with all of that documentation that they have, bank records, you name it, the mainstream media is going to continue to try to play that game to protect him and his daddy until they can get their slimy asses out the way. That's why Orange Man's numbers are going through the roof, even with Democrats. Because I keep hearing recurring themes. Uh, I can't make enough money to even pay my rent. The food prices are going through the roof. Gas prices are going through the roof. And this dude is running around talking about he's the greatest president that ever lived. And he's a total dysfunctional SOB, along with his entire family. They didn't even have his brother's coal in the ground before he ran around having sex with his brother's wife.
Well, who yeah. knows? He might have been he might have been having sex all the time. I mean, with that family, and that's probably why he a crackhead. I'm not giving him no excuse, but his daddy taking showers with his sister, and ain't no telling what was going on in that household. But you ain't supposed to know any of that because, like he said, his and they said try to do the same thing with the crackhead daughter because she's a crackhead too. I don't. I mean, but I. I mean, I could see they come from a dysfunctional family. Yes, no question about it. But they in denial. Mm-hmm. Most of most crackheads are. As he just got through saying, his laptop was stolen. He said it was stolen there when he took the laptop to, up to the the repair shop to get it repaired himself and signed for it. He can't remember all that. He was high. Okay. Uh, I don't think that'll hold up in any court in this country. I don't give a damn how high he was. It's what's on the laptop, not what was in his mouth. And we saw the pictures uh, some of the pictures on there back back when the orange man was still in office. That is correct. And That's they held on to that information all this time. Yeah, because they wanted to get their guy, uh, the senior crackhead degenerate, uh, having sex with his little daughter. And they want to tell us that these people, Michelle Obama, are the epitome of the so-called American family. Okay? So what he did was what the Democratic Party has been doing. Whatever they get caught doing, they blame you for it. Okay? We got this mayor that, as you stated earlier, they're talking about recalling here in Chicago, running around talking about the problem with immigration in Chicago is MAGA <laughs> and the big bad Republicans, right? Mm-hmm. When these have absolutely opened the border wide open and he said he was going to do it before he got in office. He said it was going to be one of the first things he did and he did it. And y'all people didn't pay attention to it. Didn't want to hear it because we think we were born with Democrats as our middle name. I told you, I lost some of my closest friends because they didn't want to open their eyes and see the obvious. Well, they see it now. In bed. These are people who weren't Democrats. We ain't no damn Democrats or Republicans. I'm cautioning all black people to not support the Republican Party. There's a distinct difference between the Republican Party and MAGA. Totally different. MAGA is the mechanism used or being used to take over the Republican Party. The Republican Party is fighting against MAGA. 
big difference. You see? So now, I I got to do a little, I, I got to let the family hear a little bit of Steve Bannon uh, and his response to this degenerate clown. Priceless, Bear. Family. Okay. So, check this out. Uh, this is right after uh, this clown comes with the speech. It is Wednesday, the 13th of November, in the year of our Lord, 2023, um, history being made already. I have to, Abby Lowell, Hunter, by the way, if you're actually paying for your legal advice for Abby Lowell, from Abby Lowell, if that was advice that you should do, if the White House signed off on that, uh, you should sue him for malpractice. If you notice that, uh, you know, that big sob song from the, and by the way, you're not a husband, son, but you're a pervert, scumbag, and traitor that sold your country up for money. That's what you are. And the laptop from hell gives you all the evidence you want. You in living color. You're a pervert. You're a scumbag. You're a traitor. Okay? And you're sitting up there whining, and there's more Biden whining, whining, whining. Be a man. You're supposed to be past the drug addiction, then stand up and be a man. You're here, ladies and gentlemen, at the MAGA right, what they call it, attack machine, Trump attack machine, headquarters here at Capitol Hill. I mean, I don't even know what to make of this. It's so good. Did the White House, is somebody in the White House, so you wonder why his Biden's approval numbers are, what, 37% among independents, or 35%, 34%, which is really proxies, I keep telling you, for the American people, because both parties are so divided and partisan. He does all this. He does, does the big wind-up. He does the big wind-up. I'm here. I'm here to answer questions. And then he walks away from the microphone. He doesn't take a question. You can't make this up. Bro, if you're going to shine on the subpoena, then you come up there and you say, hey, I want the public hearing. You stand up at the microphone and you throw down hard. These are lies. These are misrepresentations. You've made all this up. You've shown a dark side when it's all the light of my father shining through me. I'm a being of light. That's what I am. I'm a hunter <laughs> Biden being of light. If you have your, if you're being, if you're a being of light, and you're saying, hey, I'm here to answer all appropriate questions. I'm here to answer all appropriate questions. Then stand to the mic and answer the questions. Can I just play the clip at the end? I guess, dude, Abby Lowell, you are now convinced me you're an overpaid moron. If this is what your recommendation to your client was, to come up and make a big, you know, make a really powerful statement and let the American people see the goodness, the being of light that would be shining through from uh, from Joe Biden to um, to uh, through Hunter. My, I'm gonna play this end right here in a second. Who did a bigger face plant? <laughs> Biden is the cooler. Who did a who did a bigger face plant this week? Zelensky or Hunter or a Hunter? That is what you just did right there is not sellable. But you teed it up. You came out so we can go all into it. I, we didn't even intend to start the show. We had a whole different show start. And <laughs> I saw that. I go. Oh my God! They thought this was good. Who in the White House signed off on this? Who, who who in the White House signed off on this? Who in the White House thought this was a good idea? Who in the White House thought this wasn't going to drive the story even larger? Insane. Let me play there. So he goes through this big thing. I'm here. I'm not going to get behind closed doors. I'm here to answer every question. 
And then he, like he's done all of his life, what does Hunter Biden do? Because Hunter Biden's not a man. He's a little boy. And most people tell you, some of the, the, the people that work in the drug things that when people start doing a lot of drugs, normally their maturity level stops at that moment when they started doing a lot of drugs. That's why so many people that have uh, drug problems um, seem incredibly immature and not able to kind of really think through how one um, comports oneself as an adult in this veil of tears. I think he's a perfect example because it's still the whiny, you know, uh, oh, 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 woe is me. Dude, you know, I'm a loving brother. You're a loving brother. You're a loving brother. Let me think this through. You're a loving brother. Um, gosh, uh, the grieving widow is like your co-star. Your grieving the grieving widow is a co-star mm. in the uh, in the laptop from hell. She's the co-star. Much to the much to the angst of your then uh, of your wife, your then wife. I guess before the stripper and before whoever you're married to now, right? That, that she's the co-star, and you can see it up on the laptop from hell. You can go to Garrett Ziegler's. We're trying to get Garrett. We're trying to get. We're trying to redo the show today a little bit, so that we can get some immediate response. Hot takes, something like that. You got to have a hot take. No, bro. You sold it. <laughs> Chinese businessman. Okay, CEF was the Chinese Communist Party. It's the capital markets allocator, quote unquote, the energy company. It's a capital markets desk. It's basically a capital markets allocator of one belt, one road. The uh, primary uh, mechanism that the CCP was using in unrestricted warfare to consolidate the Eurasian landmass. And the U.S. head, the chairman, who nobody, who's been disappeared, and of course, Patrick Ho, I think, is deputy, who has already been designated as one of the top spies in China. They're not Chinese businessmen. This is the idiot, Abby Lowe, You can't go out there. We're just going to we're just going to crush and rip your face off with this. They're not Chinese businessmen. One's already been known as a spy. The other guy wasn't a spy, and, t- and that's not coming from us. Hunter Biden tells the New York Times that, or tell, it tells it tells somebody say, "Hey, the New York Times is all over me uh, because I'm on. Um, you know, I've got the number one spy in China, Patrick Ho." They're not Chinese businessmen. They're Chinese intelligence assets or intelligence officers, which he's taking money from. Hello. That's not forging global. Hunter Biden, a a drug addict pervert, scumbag, is just a person you're going to have forge global business alliances. You see even the, the, the the bizarro nature of his thinking? No, that was all to get money to your dad for political favors and, and influence peddling. That's all it was. You're not you're not forging global business. I can't even do this a straight face because it's such a clown show. Biden, this shows me, you know, there's no convening authority in the Democratic Party to really take out Biden. This is what everybody's talking about behind the scenes, uh, you know, to get him off the ticket because they got the Kamala Harris problem. You got Whitmer and, and Newsom over there salivating on this. Somebody's got to make a move. The numbers are only getting worse, particularly after his performance this week. And they roll this out there. And and what they're thinking, the Democrats are thinking, hey, man, if this is what they're doing to take care of this problem, because you're going to have another historic vote today. They're going to vote the impeachment inquiry, I think, today, later, right? And that, and they know, and the talk is, if they got enough votes for the impeachment inquiry, of course they're not going to start an inquiry that they know they don't have the goods, so they're going to impeach Biden. Biden's going to be, not going to be removed, but the process in the House will lead to an impeachment vote. This is logical. 
And this is why they want to get Hunter in front of the committee today, kind of get things rolling off to a off to a bank. The reason he doesn't want to go, he doesn't want to get deposed under under oath. He's going to use every excuse in the world. But bro, can we play the quick? We're about to leave. Can I go ahead and play? Let's play the end, and then I'll I'll talk about it when I get back. This is Hunter Biden going to dare to answer every question. Let's see let's see the end of it. I'm here. I'm ready. Hunter, are you willing to go across the street? Why don't you? The fourth estate, the fourth estate, we're all on their side. Yo, dude, why don't you answer a few questions? Are you going to go across the street? The stupid hour. The Biden regime unmasked for the perversion, the corruption, the treason, the bribery. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. And I'm here today to acknowledge that I have made mistakes in my life and wasted opportunities and privileges I was afforded. For that, I am responsible. For that, I'm accountable. And for that, I'm making amends. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business. I hate, I hate what I call the man-child. This guy's been pampered. You know, he skipped one thing there. Hunter, you skipped, Abby Lowell, please, you skipped a naval officer. <laughs> naval officer for 30 days. Father gun decked the entire system when he's VP. Got this guy in. He just like the brother got in. They I don't know the lawyers. They want to have. They want to be a safe served in Iraq, right? Uh, he goes down, and of course, people tell you in the fleet the thing, particularly for junior officers, senior uh, for non-commissioned officers and junior officers on board. It's the drug problem, right? You got to be on top of the drug problem with the junior enlisted people. It's imperative. That's the thing that can take a ship in a very bad direction. And most of the junior officers are birthing compartment officers. I was the engineering birthing compartment officer as an ensign in a uh, JG. I'm not getting out of it by the time I was a JG, but it's a thing ensigns and JGs do with the chief master at arm and the chiefs in the various departments, whether it's engineering or the bosun mates, uh, gunnery, uh, et cetera, the different divisions. Hunter Biden goes down and they catch him uh, selling drugs or t distributing drugs to enlisted people in his first like weekend there, first second weekend there, and they like do a check, a random check on him. He's got drugs all over. Coming on to, I think it was Norfolk Naval Station, NOB. I think it was the operating base down in Norfolk. That's a that's a quality guy you got. And his father, of course, got him out of it. They were going to court martial him. He was, I think, he was in for 30 days. You miss Abby Lowell. You miss naval officer as a father. And all you got to do is look at the – we got the laptop, dude. Just go check it out. You got a beef on the laptop. Talk to the guy you left it behind. I think he's pretty I think he's pretty covered by uh, by Delaware law about it was abandoned property, but that's for you guys to work out. But it's all there right there in living color. 
We haven't even scratched the surface on what's in there to, to the public. Folks, you would vomit in your mouth if you saw. By the way, he was, it, it, when you're looking at him, you realize he was raised by a pack of feral dogs. Let me repeat that. He's raised by a pack of feral dogs. So if you're going to sit there and, and pitch, because they're saying, oh, if you go to the recovery thing and you pitch this, and, and, and Joe Biden's his love of his son, he lost one son, he doesn't want to lose another son to jail, all this, all this sob sister act. Hey, it's called the National Football League. You guys are illegitimate. You stole the election. I know you stole the election because Rasmussen just came out of the poll yesterday. 20% of the American voters, 20% of the American voters admitted in the poll that they illegally used mail-in ballots, 20%. That would be 2-0. I think it actually the number is 19 point something. I'm rounding up for this one. Basically 20%. As we said, and Mike Lindell's going to go in a minute, he's a machine guy. It still makes my – it's still too complicated for me. I'm just a mail-in ballot guy. I have been from the first one. I see how they stole it in Pennsylvania. I see how they stole it in Michigan. 20% for the illegitimate regime. The illegitimate regime, and we got this clown. No, no, no. Let me be blunt. The reason I looked at this, they called me up. Rudy and uh, Costello called me up because of my uh, deep experience understanding the Chinese Communist Party. Um, since I was the lead attack dog, remember in Josh uh, Rogan's book, Chaos Under Heaven, they said, hey, they had the, the hardliners and they had the accommodations, had all these different groups they've always had in every White House, but they had a new group there called the Superhawks. It was Bannon and Navarro and Miller and others that questioned the, the legitimacy of the Chinese Communist Party to even rule over the Chinese people, and their focus is to take down the CCP. So I brought up there, and it took me, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes. These docs were legit. They took money from the Chinese Communist Party. It was a, it was a, it was an influence, a way to have uh, elite capture. The CCP does this all the time. This is nothing new. It's just the greasy way that Biden did it. And actually, if you go through it and read the stuff, I actually think he becomes a relatively as messed up as he is, as screwed up as he is, as bad a guy as he is. He's a tragic figure in the classic Greek sense. His father and his the, – the brains of the operation, by the way, is Joe Biden's brother, James. That's the super bad guy because he's put uh, – Hunter Biden, he's not a business guy. He's too dumb to be a business guy. I have degrees from Georgia. Does that make Georgetown feel good? I thought they had a hard enough time. Boris graduating from there and Steve Bannon graduated from there. You got you forgot Hunter. I have an advanced degree from Georgetown and Yale Law School. Does that make – do you think for a second – that Hunter Biden got into Yale Law School on the merits of Hunter Biden. You see how the elite work? Do you think he could have gotten in Georgetown or much less gotten out on just being uh, uh, Joe Smith? Could he got into Yale Law School? This is a joke. It's a sick joke, but it's come back to haunt him because in his irresponsibility and his depravity, he sold out the country for money. First off, in Ukraine, and reading those guys and John Solomon, they've done, they've done that chapter and verse, and they've got it. And, and that, that rolls all the way through the impeachment. I mean, it's so dark. This is why he says, Zelensky, why do you think Zelensky's sitting in the office? Do you think Zelensky's sitting in the office, dude, yesterday with a war that's lost? Everybody knows it's lost. Every paper in Europe's even saying it's lost. The military leaders of Ukraine saying lost. He's over with the tin cup, and he gets a meeting with the president of state in front of the crackling fire. I'm feeling all Christmassy. I feel like uh, maybe, I'd, maybe I'd toss a dime, maybe I'd toss a 25-cent a, a piece in this tin cup. 
They allowed him to come over here and forced him to go see the military and get him up on Capitol Hill and still trying to trying to shame the Republicans. There's Republicans sitting there going, it's not about the border. It's about there's no plan. There's, they, the Washington Times headline, they don't, don't even lay, they don't have enough um, interest in you that are writing the checks to even lay out a plan to tell me the plan. Since I guess taking back Crimea and the Donbass didn't work this summer, <laughs> the spring offensive that kicked off, I don't know, in June and was done, I don't know, a couple of weeks later. No, you don't have enough respect. How does Zelensky get there? It all, that goes back to Ukraine. I'm not even on the Ukraine stuff. You got Solomon and Rudy and guys who can give you uh, Ukraine chapter and verse and show you how Trump tried to had the perfect phone call. Hey, look, I'd like to talk about some of the corruption issues over there. You don't think the corruption is just reach Time magazine. I think Simon Schuster, who wrote the uh, the definitive piece on Zelensky, the cover story a couple of weeks ago. They, he's interviewing guys in his government saying the, the, the corruption's out of control. It's out of control. They're saying it's out of control. I'm just talking about the CCP part, the part I do know, and as a professional do know and do understand. He took and he says, Chinese, a relationship with a Chinese businessman. Uh, a guy was in federal prison for being a spy that they second that they transferred back to China, a, a spy. Patrick Ho, that you said was a spy to the New York Times, or in that conversation that's recorded about you addressing the New York Times is closing on you, about you were dealing with the number one spy, Patrick Ho. Oh, by the way, his boss, the chairman who was on the Lincoln Center board and was fettered around New York by the Asia Society and all this, the top guy, he's missing. He's been disappeared in a Chinese prison somewhere because they don't want him popping up for this. This is you're, – you're, you're, you're guilty of so – all the depravity. It's all there to see, all the perversion. I used to say on the laptop from hell, you, you go for the porn, but, but you stay for the, uh, for, the, for the selling out of the country. You'll, you'll eventually stay around and say, hey, what's, what else is going on here? Oh, they're taking money from the CCP. I'm so shocked. Oh, like they didn't know Hunter. They weren't rolling in uh, hookers all the time every time he went to China. There's none of that. No way they could blackmail him there. Impossible. No way they got him in drugs. Impossible. Dude, you're you're a walkie. You're you're a hostage to the CCP. You're the one to jeopardize your father. And here's why he's a tragic figure. His father's cool with it. Who, if they were a loving family, who would continue to put this guy on Air Force Two? Who would roll him out and all the pressure these situations have? Who would roll him out to go fetch? Because he's the he's the client guy. He's drinking what the client's drinking, or he's snorting what the client's snorting. He's out there as the new business guy. The brains of the operation is uh, is the brother, is James, uh, Joe Biden's brother. James, Joe Biden's just the asset. He's the monotone, he's the, because he's dumb as a stick too. They got him talking to his business partners sometimes. He barely, he's dumb as a tick. He was everything you would think. A guy last in his law school at Delaware, University of Delaware, dead last, who Rudy and, and Trump know, heckle him all the time about how dumb he is, who spent 40 years in the Senate where you can just ossify. You know, they got to roll those guys over because they, they're growing moss on their north side. So he's in the Senate for 40 years. You never, that's not an intellectually, you know, that's not an intellectually cutting-edge group, if you notice, with a guy like Mitch McConnell, a big brain in that one, and Schumer. Those are two enormous intellects. That's where Joe Biden's from. So he's, the, he's the monetizable asset because it's access. They're buying access and control. This is what you call elite capture. 
How do they capture them? They capture them either through sex, they capture them through stuff they find out about them online, or they capture them through money. And in this way, they had all three of them. But they had the hard cash, and they were going to make tens of millions of dollars. And Abby Lowell, who in the White House, hey, Joe Biden, he set that up today to just be hammered when he's talking to the press. And Hunter Biden goes to the big guy talking, hey, I'm here. I am here. I am here to answer all your questions. I'm here. And then, like he's done every time else in his life, as the little boy man-child, he runs away. He runs away. He runs away from the microphone. It doesn't take one question from a media that's there to support this bizarre narrative that it's just a family that's, uh, you know, the loving, the, the loving flow of the family's love is just flowing through. I see it coming through the screen. It's embracing me now. Like that clown at CNN that said Joe Biden, Joe Biden's arms hugging the nation. Remember that first? Remember that? Remember that beauty? Okay. Um, we may get back on track here, but God, I might do this all day. Okay, short break. Back in a moment. It reminds me that 50 uh, intelligence officers signed something for the New York, the brave New York Post. Emma Joe Morris, right? Miranda Devine are the ones that had enough guts to put this thing up. We were turned down by a couple, right? Daily Mail being one, Daily Mail. Um, they verified it and put it out, stuck by it, didn't back off. It's totally – everything in the laptop's legit. You're going to have to answer all those questions. You can't pretend, oh, well, it's my private property. Well, I'm not so sure that works in criminal charges, and I think uh, you're deep into additional criminal charges. We'll get to all of that. Uh, Congressman Josh uh, Burkeen joins us. Uh, Congressman, here's the question. Tell us what um, – and we saw the Ukraine situation. Hopefully there's going to be no money there. Uh, and the number, by the way, folks, is 202-225-3121. Our, our audience has a question, and they're, and they're, like, livid about this. Why are you guys leaving on Friday and not coming back to January 9th? I, I think that uh, there's a, a resignation uh, to the fact that finishing the 12 appropriation bills, um, there's a lot of belief we can't get there. Um, I'm, I'm for finishing them, but, Steve, I want the most cuts, and, and that's what I ran under. Be- that's more than enough, okay? Uh, the media should have an automatic ass slicer out tomorrow, okay? And they should be slicing Hunter Biden's ass up because you know what that was really all about there? What? what? He didn't want to get a deposition behind closed doors. That's normal, standard operating procedure. He wants to testify publicly so everybody that come behind him can know what's being said. Mm. Okay. And what the Democrats did <clears throat> on one occasion when Orange Man was in office, they took people down in the basement. And not only did they uh, have them uh, to testify or give their deposition in private, they refused to even mention that bastard's name, Sarah, uh, CIA Ramella. And to this day, they ain't missing his name. To this day. So... He's saying he gets to write the rules on how he testifies. That's not how it works. 
absolutely unbelievable. But we ain't done yet. Okay? We got the media just going absolutely crazy with all their lies. And this dude stand up in front of the whole country. And this is the first time he said anything, man. I know. Normally, this dude don't <laughs> open his mouth. All right? Let me see. Where is that at? Oh, right here. Now, here's the response from Chicago. You know, Chicago always got a response there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't live in fear at all. And so when it comes to President Trump and the future and how things are playing out, Chicago has been waking up. Chicago mayor launched a lawsuit against companies transporting migrants to the city. Shocking video revealing Democrats stuffed nearly 3,000 illegals into a Chicago warehouse. I was shocked to see this too. Whole thing. Okay. Wow. So they're just saying they're, they're looking for work. Uh, this guy here, this guy here, he's got uh, his family here. One guy has four kids and his wife. The other guy has three kids and his wife. They're looking for work. Their appointments aren't till 2026, three years from now. They're living in this building. I guess the entire building now has been taken over. Uh, you see people going in, all, kind of all doors, coming out all doors, crossing traffic. But one lady said there's 3,000 people here. It said 3,000 people from that building all the way down here. I'm seeing several hundred right here, right now, but massive, massive numbers here. Unbelievable. It's, the layers of this issue are deep. And just speaking to the pastor, they're a local church here. He felt the Lord say, come and bring soup. Keep people warm. I'm telling you, it's freezing. My hands are freezing. And it's, this isn't even cold for Chicago. It's, uh, it's in the 30s, but this isn't even cold for Chicago. The lows are going to be in the 20s, but, you know, it gets way colder than that. And this is just the beginning of what's coming. So you have some churches like these guys that just want to help. He literally, that pastor gave the shoes off of his feet to somebody. You got kids out here with just not, they're not equipped, you know, coming from Venezuela, coming from Central America, where you're used to tropical conditions. And all of a sudden you show up in the Northeast and it is freezing. Uh, It's tough. But the problem is you've got no end in sight and you've got homeless people. You've got thousands of homeless people in Chicago already. You've got thousands of people in poverty already, and now you're inviting more in to the situation. And I just got confirmation that this facility here, they said, has 2,700 people in it, 2,700 people from, from the building down there all the way down here. All of these old warehouses are all full now, all the way down to this side here. 2,700 people is what I was just told. This is an absolute disaster. And so the churches are coming in, thank God, to feed them. So where's the government in all of this? How come they're shipping them there and then stuffing them into these warehouses? Why are they outside in the freezing cold? And why are the churches who receive their money from the locals who are already paying tax dollars to have these folks shipped there without even seeing it? And you can see these families with children just walking with their babies and more. And it's disturbing. Well, 
What's happening in Chicago? What uh, What do you think the folks are thinking now with all this playing out? In their minds, that makes them believe that they'll do this to us and we do nothing in return. This is not just for Chicago for us. We reached all across the country to send them a message. We're going to flip America red. We're going to send the strongest message to the Democratic Party that black America, black Chicago uh, 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 has ever seen. Well, see, I say Democrat Chicago and Democrat America has ever seen. Black America is about to rise up now that we are the mothers and fathers. We're saying Trump 2024 across America for black, uh, for black America. Mark, how do people, what's your social media or your website? How do people get find out more about you personally and more about your movement? Social media and website. Uh, for me, uh, you can just Mark Carter. You Google Mark Carter, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. If you put in Mark Carter, Chicago activist, and you, you'll find me all over the net. And then the uh, organization, is there an organization? Yes, uh, a Going Red campaign, the Going Red Coalition, the Going Red campaign. And hey, we sent we sent it a direct message, and we asked Trump to come to Chicago. Come here and walk these streets with us, and we'll put thousands behind him as he walks the streets. And that's a, that's a fact. That's a promise. Fantastic. Uh, we're going to pitch that. Personally, uh, Devin, Yep. So there you go. Now, that's Mark Carter. Okay, the guy I told y'all about last week. Right. Now, what's interesting to me is I'm one of them people, uh, they got a lot of respect for me. I have to say that. That's because they know that I'm not going to pull their leg and tell them no lies. But see, these guys are political operatives. They're looking to get paid. Yeah. Okay? That's what that's about. And I told them uh, this back in 2017, just like I told them about this mayor. And I got people that are close to me. Oh, man, Robert X, man, you don't like nobody. It's got nothing to do with liking any of them. It's the research. Exactly. Exactly. So now here they are in 2023. Now they they down in in the hood for Orange Man. You see. So this is the problem that I got with these knuckleheads, right? And I, I give Mark credit. Ever since he got out of jail, he's been out here running his mouth. See, because at first he was part of some organization. Uh, ex-criminal for whoever, mm-hmm. all right? So it's always been about how can I get paid. Right. It ain't been about doing what's right for the people. These Negroes was Democrats. But uh, like I was talking to somebody earlier, and they say, well, Rob, you know, everybody ain't, well, you should learn how to open up your ears and close your mm-hmm. mouth. Because it's hard to learn with your mouth running. It really is. That's why all of us, when we're in the classroom as kids coming up, the teacher demands what? Quiet. So you can learn something. So this is my objective to these people, or my objections to these people. If we have to rely on these people to tell us anything, to keep us out of harm's way, our ass will be grass. 
And they just like the Zionists. They just like the Old Testament. They putting the, the movement in front of, in front of putting black people uh, problems in front of them so they can gain. It's always about a dollar. And they'll tell you behind closed doors because I've been behind closed doors with them. But you see, it's people like me that they can't really hang no sign on. They can't say, well, he got paid, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't have any of that. I ain't been in jail, although I tell anybody, living in Chicago is the equivalent of living in a maximum, I mean, a minimum security prison damn near all my life. So I never separated myself from anybody that went to jail. I just considered being out here on the street minimum security. Being in the joint is maximum security. West Bank, Gaza Strip. Don't get it twisted. And there's too many of these kind of people, okay? Way too many of them call themselves activists. Mm -hmm. The only time they're going to activate anything is if it's got a dollar attached to it. Looking, Looking for stature, all right? Looking to grab a hold of anything that's going to give them some stature. Try grabbing hold to the truth, first and foremost, and let everything else uh, work its way out. You see? So there it is there. That's meet the press. All that was media. But you ain't going to see none of it on meet the press. Not one piece, but it's all true. Now, I said it earlier, and I'm not the only one that's saying this, that the reason that you saw the mainstream media in that earlier clip where they all sitting up their line, the reason that you saw that, and along with that Atlantic magazine with the entire issue devoted to creating the environment to assassinate Trump. Now, I done told you, uh, back in 2016-2017, when we said he was the Antichrist, or an Antichrist, I ain't moving up off of it, okay? Telling you. Because don't think it's a, a coincidence that in March of 2016, Harvard University Unveils the Baphomet on everybody. Most people didn't know what the hell it was. One of his first stops was Arkansas. Shortly after that, it ended up in Detroit. Mm-hmm. All right. Guess where they unveiling it now, Bear? The very yeah. first primary is going to be held in Iowa for the Republicans. Mm-hmm. I give you one guess where they unveiling the Baphomet in 2023. <laughs> uh, in Iowa. Absolutely unbelievable. 
And I'm going to tell you, that mayor in, in uh, Iowa, not the mayor, but the governor of Iowa is a demon. Because you know what she did? She came out yeah. and endorsed Ron DeSantis. When the people in Iowa overwhelmingly vote Trump. Yes, yes. You, that was in, they unveiled it in Springfield when, uh, Springfield, Illinois families, for those of you who don't know, they unveiled the Baphomet in Springfield after this dyke mayor and that Zionist governor got elected. When was that? During the last election, the last election cycle. Okay, she lost. He supposedly won. I'm talking J.B. Pritzker. They 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 unveiled the Baphomet in Springfield, and none of them politicians opened their mouth. And that thing is symbolic of Satan and child ritual sacrifice. That's what it represents. Okay. So. That's where we at, family. And I'm personally not interested whether people believe in <clears throat> Satan and all that kind of thing. Uh, for me, it's, it's low vibration. High vibration is the God construct. Low vibration is the satanic construct. It's all about vibration. Because I told you, people can have their own concept of, of God and what that means. I refer to it as the God force. It represents the highest of the highest vibrations. All right? And most people, because we are worldly creatures, ain't never going to get to that highest of the highest in terms of the God construct. We're not going to even get nowhere. I mean, not even remotely close to the God construct. You'd have to live almost in seclusion which is why many of the major religions always send their so-called uh, religious teachers into seclusion. And it don't matter uh, if you want to cover that, that spot on the top of your head. You know, they say the baby, the softest spot on the, brand, on the newborn baby is where, Bear? It's up at the top with, by your glands up there. Is that the... Um... That is in your head. That is correct. That's because the God force is in you as a child. And the older you get, because you become more worldly, the the less oriented towards the God construct you become. Okay, we talk we talking cosmic forces here. We talking vibrations here. So ain't no God manifesting nothing, all right, that ain't vibrating at at an extremely high level. And that's why these religions wear something over the top of their head as adults. I don't care if it's Islam, Christianity, or Judaism, because that's where the God constructs enters. In that soft spot 
in the center of your head where your vibration starts. That's why your head roll in that swirling pattern. That's that's uh, symbolic of vibration. Okay? Because in order for something to vibrate, it expands and contracts by definition. So that's why the center of your head, that spot wherever your your hair uh, begins to form that vibration, that's that spot in you. I'm talked out there. <laughs> All I'm right. <clears throat> so uh, I'll open the lines up if anybody have anything to say. And the number here is 323-642-1347. And push the number one. And Dr. Robert X do have a GoFundMe page, and it is on the Truth to Power page. So please send him a donation uh, to help him with his speedy, speedy recovery, and we appreciate it. And uh, I do have. Thank you, seven, seven, I got three. Thank you. Oh, go, I ahead. One more, go ahead. I got one more thing before before you go to the call. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, Aware, but from several people, mm-hmm. that the phone companies are charging people exorbitant amounts to listen mm. to this. Program. Okay, there's been at least three people, but mm-hmm. beyond, I've also been made aware that mm-hmm. the phone companies, and we warned you about these damn iPhones or, or what do you call them? Uh, Smartphone, iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that they're censoring people, not allowing them to listen to certain programs. It's not just this program. Mhm, mhm. Wow. And I can't on the phone. Yeah, it's been a number of people uh, over the past, I would say, six to nine months, who told me this, and I didn't pay mm-hmm. that much attention to it until now. It's been other people that are close to me who are telling me, in some cases, they want to charge them a dollar a minute. <clears throat> well, yeah, and, and that, yeah, and that, that's like T-Mobile, I think it is. There might be some other companies, but then they want you to get a, another package, a higher package, and you can listen free. Well, it ain't free, but if you buy the package, then you don't have to pay that dollar a minute, but it's higher than what they already have. And bad. I'm even mm-hmm. aware them the phones censoring people from going to certain websites like Stu Peters. Stu Peters mm-hmm. is in this. That ain't nothing having to do with long distance. They will mm-hmm. send you a not allowed to listen to certain programs with these phones. Mm-hmm. They call that censorship. Yeah. So well, now, you know that's they. Go ahead. But if you know. How many other people is that happening to? A lot. I've been getting. I've been hearing about it too. You see, and then so again, when, when you call the phone company, that's what they're saying that you know they have to get a higher package, a more yeah, costly nothing. package. I got a dumb mm-hmm. phone. Uh, I, it ain't big as my my palm of my hand. Okay, and I can get everything on there. Hell. If, if I had time, I could go in here and pull up the Twilight Zone. 
<laughs> on this little dumb phone that, if you recall, Ben, about two years ago, they said this phone was going to be obsolete. Remember? Yeah, yeah. You weren't going to be able to get them no more. But then That's I right. heard that I heard you can get them now, but they got, you know, they got the tracking device and all that stuff on them that the other ones, the old school ones, didn't have. Yeah, well, you know, they're going to track it, all this electronic mm-hmm. device. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, that house that blew up uh, in Arlington, Virginia, Yeah, that's what that was about. That dude was what? connected. It was about tracking people. He was into the technology uh, from the standpoint of the under, underwater cables him and his whole family, okay? They were Koreans. Uh, and oh. he pointed out, yeah, well, I'm doing the research on it now. I just, I'm just not prepared to, you know, to, right. to deal with it in depth. But he was connected mm-hmm. to a corporation called, him and his daddy called Global Crossing. Global Crossing. Okay? Uh, his father worked at American University. That's the CIA hmm. college. Okay. Okay. And his mother worked for the so-called Voice of America. Oh. Oh, wow. That is the CIA. That's the propaganda organ. Yeah. yeah. And he's so a Korean. he wasn't even in the house. He wasn't even in the house. He probably exploded from the phone. Oh, no, he told you. But he ended up huh? contacting people. He ended up contacting people after the house blew up and said that uh-huh. they were trying to set him up. Mm. So we'll, we'll get wow. to that in a few. I'm looking into okay. it right now. Okay. Okay. It's about global crossing. Anyway, go ahead and take your call, Ben. Okay. Yeah, somebody in the chat room said they tried to call in and their number was blocked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, seven seven three. Three. I mean eight nine five. He's trying to give me a new phone number, huh? <laughs> yes. Oh my God! Hotel. <laughs> Better love. Better love. Hotel, bro. Yes, sir. How you be, man? Man, I, I have no complaints, man. I just um just been laying back in the cut listening, listening and learning, you know. Um family no, I'm not in Illinois anymore, I'm in Tennessee. Whole right. different mm-hmm. vibration down here. Yep. Very interesting. Um This is basically Trump outside of Memphis and Nashville, which are you can say they're down here. The nickname of Memphis is Chicago Jr. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so many connections with Chicago down here. Yeah. Especially with black folks. Um yep. you talk to the average person down here, they have some type of connection with Chicago. Especially in terms of like being related or whatever, family. And yep. um I'm literally 14, 12 to 14 minutes away from Mississippi. Same thing. Yeah. And by the way, that's where I go mm-hmm. get my gas. Mississippi supposedly has the cheapest gas 
and you know, uh, one of the cheapest gas prices in the United States. Right. Um. Yeah, Tennessee for the most part is a red state, but um, the governor Bill Lee, I, I keep, I tell people down here, yeah, he might be a Republican by name or title, <laughs> but. He's pushing these global policies. For example, these electric cars. That's right. Uh, he's aligned himself with Ford, and they're really they're um, in the process of building um, a plant here, basically called Blue Oval City. Mm-hmm. And, and what a lot of people are not paying attention to here that now this is at the expense of um, some black farmers in the particular city where they're supposed to be building it. Basically, the state of Tennessee invoked eminent domain on behalf of Ford Motor Company to take take you know take their land for the most part to build this place. That's how they do it. They can kill two birds with one stone. You know, so if you're a globalist, no matter if you're Democrat or Republican, if you're pushing the agenda, you're pushing it. Yep. You know, um, I've had that issue with my cell phone service, too. When I got down here, I had actually switched over Verizon, and that didn't last too long because every time I would call into a show, now, nah, it wouldn't charge me, but it cut me off. Wow. I went ahead and switched back to Infinity. They are pretty, they are pretty much the same, so we'll, we'll mm-hmm. just put that out. You know, yeah. but because uh, I had Xfinity before I came down here, and I didn't have any issues. Right. You know. So you switched so, over when you got down there, and that's when the problem started. Right, because I had Xfinity. See, the thing about Xfinity with the cell phone service, it's not an actual cell phone service. It's a perk if you already have the cable and the um, the Internet with it. Right. And so, well, you got the package. Exactly, but that's how they get you, though. That's mm-hmm. right. I was just to say that. And so what happened when I moved down here, I had cut off. I had the, when my mom had the um, cable and everything at the house, eventually she had cut that stuff off. And so mm-hmm. they'll let you keep the cell phone service with Xfinity, but they're going to charge you an extra $20, $25 just for the simple fact you don't have the have the other stuff in the bundle. And I said, right. why, why the hell am I going to keep the phone? You charging me extra for something I don't have. And I switched over Verizon. But because of the infrastructure situation down here is so jacked up, um, Verizon down here pretty much doesn't really work, depending on where you're at. It's probably one of the worst cell phone carriers down here. So it's like uh, they didn't cut up the airway. Uh, they didn't cut up the 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 the, uh, the airways so that they don't step on uh, a competitor's toes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And now down here, you have to really be patient and stuff as far as the weather. When it rains and stuff real bad, everything goes out. Your internet, your your cell phone service. Electricity, and I mean, it could be out for days. It could be out out for weeks. Wow! And so that just that just that, that part of it is the uh, issue with the infrastructure. It's not really updated. 
Yeah, and because oh, that's that's the problem I have sometimes right here in Chicago. When it rains, ain't got to be no thunderstorm. The power goes out because of the old infrastructure in some of these neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. But what's interesting down here, just about backing up what you said down here, it's almost like it's like a um. It's like the Doctor Strange movie. It's like an alternate reality or a time war. Because, like, if you come down here and really look around, especially in Memphis, you will actually think you're back in Chicago, but back during the 80s and 90s and the 70s right. or so places. You know, the way the people dress and, you know, a lot of the businesses and everything, like I said, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But what right. some technology that they're trying to push down here with this green deal agenda a lot of people are not going for that you still got some entities down here for example if you go drive maybe 12 minutes away and um it's a little town called west memphis arkansas yeah. um if you get you don't want to get locked up in there because what will happen like if you have to go pay a ticket they don't even take debit or credit cards. You either have to pay cash or money order. Now, when was the last time you seen that? <laughs> uh, only in certain areas in Chicago, and the reason that that is is because they have to keep that old system in place to keep their uh, political flunkies employed, mm-hmm. okay? Whole families working, and they don't want to modernize because other, if they modernize, they, they family members will lose their jobs. So they keep everything antiquated. There's a, a large section of Chicago that's the same way. That's called yeah. Patriot. Yeah. Well, you, you'll see a little bit more of that down here. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the alphabet. Now, it actually first appeared back around 2018 around december 4th i believe it was but they it had something at first it actually had first popped up with some type of uh it was around right before christmas doing a a nativity scene Mm -hmm. and i don't know that that date december 4th it always takes me back to fred hampton yeah, the December 4th committee. Yeah, yeah. So now, when it actually first popped up, and I think that was right around, right before the governor actually first got in the office, I believe. And which but, one? <coughs> which governor? That, you talking about the I'm governor talking about, that? When he first first got when he first got in the office, and yeah. that's not an accident. I've been telling, warning people, just like you have, watch that dude. Do yep. the history on his family. Yep. His great what grandfather, great grandfather is from Ukraine. So what does that tell you? Ain't that interesting? <laughs> now that's very interesting. How's all these people from Ukraine, man? Exactly. So, with that being said, regardless of who's the mayor of Chicago, once again, he's a Democrat. He's pushing this sustainable development agenda. So, 
as far as the immigrants, it don't matter who the mayor of Chicago is. As long as he's in office, he's going to continue push the immigration piece. That's right. Regardless. So unless, that's, unless that's all I have, y'all. Unless you can reach down in between your legs and grab a path, because that's what it takes to bust this thing. Because as we've been trying to explain to people, there's at least four levels, four levels, okay? And that's mm-hmm. what old man ran up against in Washington. And that's why these people, the media people and the establishment, are, are just going through hoops, man. They're going crazy. Because Orange Man has already said he's going down to the very core of this thing, which means he's going to remove people four levels deep in Washington, and he already has the people necessary to get it done. So they know that they're not going to be able to do the same thing, uh, interrupting orders that he gives to make a a realistic change, because if you can't get to that them four levels, man, you you done before you even start because they're not going to follow your orders. That's what happened to him. And, and one more quick thing, Bev, I got to say this, with that damn mm-hmm. Democratic Convention coming up. Now, you talking about making some noise and making change, start some shit right around or during that Democratic Convention. If the people don't stand up and stop raising hell and stop all this stuff as far as that immigration up stuff going on, then it's going to continue to happen. But you know what's going to happen, Derek? They're going to put them people 10 miles away from the Democratic National Convention, set up some little areas where they can speak and tell them, you got your free speech, okay? But mm-hmm. you there's a 5-10-mile to 10 mile perimeter. Well, if you ain't got no passes, you can't get in it. Yeah. That's how they play this game. Okay? And if any disruptions happen, they're going to arrest the leaders first. Okay? Wow. That's what they did when they did the thing here the uh, with the NATO thing that they had here a few years back. All right. Anything that looked like it was going to break out into some violence, they went and arrested the leaders, even if the leaders weren't involved in any of the violence. So it's going to take a whole new uh, uh, strategy to deal with this. All right. Uh, I ain't come up with an alternative, but I'm just saying. Anybody think they're going to crash the Democratic Convention? If you ain't got a pass, you ain't going to get nowhere near it. Right. Yeah, that, yeah that, that that makes sense. They have a new mayor here, by the way. Oh, I think his name is Paul Young. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. it's a black man. Because now here in Memphis, they have term limits. So you can't do no more than two, two terms. Yeah. And it was rumblings, rumblings about him making Memphis a sanctuary city. But see, as far as the state is concerned, they already have laws in place against sanctuary cities, but they're still coming in here. They're sneaking them in here. And that's because, that's, yeah. The cities still have a certain level of autonomy, so they can still come up with ways to maneuver around it. The answer is don't 
elect nobody that's running around here talking about sanctuary cities. That's the answer. Regardless of what color they are. Color, I said, Derek, in the future, the color is going to mean little or nothing. Because when all hell breaks loose, you have, that's why Obama is making the movie with the black people laying in the bed talking about uh, don't trust white people no matter what. Well, am I to trust a gangster uh, Negro? Should I trust Al Charlton? You see, that's why we said we used to call white people crackers back in the day. But what we realized was that we had some brown crackers. They call wheat thin. <laughs> and that's what they're nothing more than brown crackers, wheat thin. And that's what I heard too. Some uh, some of the activists in Chicago. That's what they were saying. Uh, uh, just because they they black, that don't mean that they for us. They just not realizing that. They just not getting around to it, Bear. Mm-hmm. Because they into the propaganda. And see, I've been there. I've been there. So I've had to evolve my thinking. And I was correct because the mantra for the Zionists is the white people are the problem. Because check this mm-hmm. out. They, they don't consider themselves white. Did you hear me? Zionists don't consider themselves white because they Zionists. They're insane. So they don't like neither one of us. They don't like white or black. They're trying to get rid of both of us. That is correct. (laughs) Because they didn't put their religion above the color that they really are. Now, they got the blonde hair, particularly the ones that control them, Ashkenazi. Okay? They don't even like the Sephardics. Them the curly-haired Jews that got black blood in them. But them damn blonde-haired, blue-eyed Germans, them Ashkenazi, those are the, that's primarily the Zionists. The Nazis. Okay? But they don't allow, they don't even want their daughters marrying uh, uh, Jews of mixed mixed race, the Sephardics. That's how racist they are. So they put their religion above their color. They don't consider themselves white because they Jews. And your religion ain't got a damn thing to do with your color. All right. <clears throat> well, okay, that's it, Derek. Yeah, and now I, one more thing. It's funny when you mention about the color thing in marriage down here, which shocked me. You see more mixed couples than you do regular. Regular, correct. you know. I, that's that's how it is down here. Yep. In the same world, people would get along, right? It's the governments that create all the confusion among the, the, the majority of the population. 
You're always right. going to have groups of people that want to live amongst themselves. And I say, whether you black, white, or green, more power to you. I ain't mad at you. Because, again, I've been there. Okay? So if people want to live separate from each other, they should have the right to do that. You see? But this this thing, this artificial thing, where if you run into people that are different color than you, uh, somehow they racist? I'm going to say it again. And until we rectify this, we can't run away from it. Look in your community and tell me who killing most of the black people in your community. I don't care where you at in black. this country. Exactly. That's right. If it was the white people that was killing us the way we killing each other, we'd be at war. They we have to call the Department of Justice just the other day to deal with the crime down here. That's how bad it's gotten. I know it. It's all by design. And they got, the majority they got, of population in Memphis is black. It's over 60% black, 27% white. So what that tell you? A whole lot, there. Have you seen the Obama movie, there? No, I haven't. You heard about it, huh? I just heard about it a little bit earlier today, but I got to do some more research on it. Is it on Netflix, by the way? Yes. Yep, that that tells it all. He produced it, man. Can you believe that? This dude is producing movies whose primary (laughs) thing is racism. And I ain't seen the movie. But the mistaken, not too long ago, aren't they, I don't know, aren't the Obamas were on the, like, board of directors for Netflix or something like that? They still yeah. are. There you go. But it's just, man, it's amazing that this dude was a president, and he making movies talking about racism when his whole life has been spent around white people. Man, who are yeah. you fooling, man? Who do you think you're fooling? <laughs> His mom people don't who don't have eyes to see. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Okay? And Michelle Obama, she spent her life among uh, uh, upper-class black people. She ain't never been able to get along with average black people. That's why they put her ass at the University of Chicago and when people came over there with traumatic injuries, she would turn them around. They wouldn't treat them. Black people. You got to have A number one insurance. Right there at the University of Chicago. And now, since when they became the president and first lady, the University of Chicago all of a sudden changes. When that's where Obama and them live, right in that area, right there. Over there, that Hyde Park area, yeah. That is correct. And Hyde Park, for those of you who don't know, is predominantly Jewish. And okay. that's one of the neighborhoods they put some my immigrants over there, too. Them people was pissed. <laughs> of course. They're not having it, man. So that's the that's the ugly truth about who these people really are. These people ain't never been engaged with black people to any degree. And like I told y'all before, Michelle Obama's mom and daddy were flunkies 
for old man daily, the mega racist. Okay? I mean flunkies. So they raise their children to be separate from other black people because they was closer to white people. So now she got a problem with racism, right? When she was raised separate and apart from her own people, just like Obama. Mind blown. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, Derek, thanks for calling in. No, Make sure you call back next week after you watch the movie because I got to watch this one. I'm going to watch it between now and the weekend. Got it. Got it. Will do. Okay. Good to hear from you, my brother. Hotep and better love. Hotep, better love. Better love. Hotep. Well, we don't have no more hands raised, and so it looks like that uh, you can go in early tonight, Dr. X. I don't have a problem with it, Bear. Uh, 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 did you see, before I let you go, did you see that part where uh, I can't think of his name, Swami? I didn't see the debate, but I just saw the clip where he just read that woman. And yeah, uh, a, better word, a better word huh? than read. Uh, you talking <laughs> about Haley? A better yeah, word. Haley. A better word than read her is he eviscerated her. Slimy butt. <laughs> I mean, and she could not say nothing. She couldn't open her mouth. She just stood there. Because he did, he did his homework on her. Homework, yeah, yeah. And he told he told Krispy Kreme to take his little fat ass somewhere and get him some meat. He broke get him a meal. Yeah, oh, I saw that part. All of them. Mm. Okay, so they going see bear we get into the whole uh Alice Jones back on Twitter, right? Yeah, uh, I heard that. Elon Musk and they all sitting down and they having their strategy sessions. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're meeting mm-hmm. together to uh, coordinate with each other on how they're going to fight this this the real system of white supremacy. I'm still not mm-hmm. sold completely on Elon Musk. But that's what we should have been doing, and that's what I call for with mm-hmm. the second team of those of us that do the research. We should have been breaking bread for the last three, four years, all right, mm-hmm. to come up with a strategy for how we're going to deal with this thing when it affects our people because we're not ready by any stretch of the imagination. We're never ready. Nope. We but are. it's past yeah. time that we get mm-hmm. that. We need to have some, uh, 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 some measure of a working plan where we got to move around, we can move around. Mm-hmm. Because we all over the place. I mean, the family that calls in, we, you know, we everywhere. That's right. We could have had a food repository, Bear. Mm-hmm. All right, we could have rented a warehouse. We could have pooled our resources and rented a warehouse and stockpiled. Or we got people that got land. I I talked to some of the family members that got huge parcels of land around the country. 
Mm-hmm. Okay? We could have uh, been pooling our resources, and if that's our destination, we got an alternative destination now, right, where we know we got uh, X numbers of, of uh, tons of food uh, where if the stuff hit the fan, we got an alternative. And everything I've done mm-hmm. in my adult life, Bill, since I've been out here uh, trying to do the, as things as best I can to warn our people, it's always been about creating alternatives. We must have yeah. alternatives to this system. Yeah, got to. Because it's it's falling down, and so, you know, what you going to put in its place? At least have some input of what's going on. Have your own system. So, like you just said, that's the alternative. Uh, I can't get into it right now, Bed, but next year is the 8th. That's in Finland. Yes, yes, yes. So we don't, don't do it. Okay. All we right. don't get into it in January, okay, early January. Okay. We don't have to deal with it. All righty. Okay, Dr. X. Well, you continue to uh, heal. We're going to continue to send those healing vibrations to you. And I thank the family for listening. And uh, better love. Hotel, Sister Bear. Hotel, family. Better love. Hotel. Better love. Hotel. Merry Christmas, baby You should just treat me nice Merry Christmas, baby. Should it treat me nice? Gave me a diamond ring for Christmas. Now I'm living in paradise. Well, I'm feeling mighty fine. Good music on my radio Well, I'm feeling mighty fine Got good music on my radio Well, I want to kiss you, baby While you're standing beneath the mistletoe Down the chimney, a 
about a half past three There for all these pretty presents That you see before me Merry Christmas, pretty baby You sure been good to me Well, I haven't had a drink this morning But I'm all lit up like a Christmas tree Santa Claus Goes straight to the ghetto Hitch up your reindeer uh, Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Fill every stocking you find The kids are gonna love you so uh, Leave a toy for Johnny Leave a doll for Mary Leave something pretty for Donnie And don't forget about Gary Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Tell him James Brown sent you Go straight to the ghetto you know that I know what you will see Cause that was once me Hit it Hit it You see mothers And so brothers Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Oh, Lord, go straight to the ghetto. Fill every stock and you find the kids are gonna love you so. Fill every stock and you find the know that they need you so. I'm begging you, Santa Claus. Go straight to the ghetto. If anyone wanna know, Tell him Hank I was so, so Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Never thought I'd realize I'd be singing a song With water in my eyes Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Don't leave nothing for me I've had my chance, you see Down the clock, straight to the ghetto. Santa Claus, that soul brother needs so. Santa Claus. Why not? 
Because you don't know how to act when you get under there. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. What? The last time I got under that thing with you. <laughs> what happened? The last time I got under there with you, I had twins. And 
chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by choir. And folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. Help to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase It's from one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas to Thank you. 